Peanuts. We're nuts about beer. I'm bringing my mixer from home. Alright. Um, What's the deal with that? Heaps of effects. Uh, okay. And. So you're gonna do spooky music? I'm gonna get the mic going. Do some commentary of some kind. Maybe do some Dracula voices. The Count. Just read yeah, the just... Yuli special batch blurb. <laughs> yeah. That's what I be some Yuli special batch. Oh, maybe oh, we should do this this oh, no, review in a New Ze- in a New Zealand accent. That's as good as I get. Yeah, it's, it's hello, true. everybody, and welcome to no it's scuts. <laughs> scuts. It's scuts. Hello, bro. everybody, and welcome to Beer Nuts episode mm, t- eleven. Episode, episode yeah. October. Legs no, eleven. Is it? Yeah, it's your last oh, month, no it's episode 13. Unlucky 13 on October 31st. That's actually pretty crazy. I like that. What's news? What's news? What is news? We'll get on, we'll get on to the news. news in a little bit. We've got a bit of news, but we'll yeah. get on to, we'll just, uh, we've got some beers. What do you got? got some what's beers. In, what's, in the, what's in the packs this month? In the Beer Nuts packs this month. Uh, one Drop Brewing from Botany, New South Wales. They're Red Plum Sour. Uh, Cornella, uh, that says Cornella Real in the tasting notes, but it's actually Cornella Brewery. They used to be Cornella Real. Oh. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, from Heath Cut, Victoria. So put a typo like a in the tasting notes. Sounds like Cornella Real. Cornella, yeah, true. Uh, from Heathcote, um, they're sick Kent. Yes, I said sick Kent. E- <laughs> ESB. No, it's not an ESB. It's a. Jeez, I'm doing well this month. <laughs> it's a. Uh, uh, what'd you say? It was? Uh, it's a best bitter. Best bitter. The best bitter. Awesome new artwork from Cornella too. So mm, it looks good. If the Cornella crew are listening, it's uh, yeah, the new branding's uh, awesome. We sold more of the hay bale XPA in one weekend than I think we did in. Four months with the old branding. Yeah, not surprising. <laughs> <laughs> you build them up just to tear them down. <laughs> yeah, yeah Your new stuff's good, but your yeah. old stuff was shit. I like, oh, it. I like your new stuff better than your old stuff. <laughs> uh, Westside Our Works from South Melbourne, Evergreen King Double IPA, uh, Woolshed Brewing from Renmark, South Australia, Salt Bush Bay, a salted caramel porter, and. Tell me we didn't do that last month. We didn't, did we? What? I seem to remember talking about the, the, the Bay, Saltbush Bay salt. meme uh, that you alerted me to that I had no idea about. Oh, I don't think it was no, the that last pack. Or maybe, we, maybe it was coming. It was on its way. Right. Perhaps. Uh, yeah, I think we were talking about a different meme. Anyway. Anyway. Yuli's Brews uh, make another appearance, which is uh, not surprising. Um, Dad's Army Barrage IPA, which we'll get to in a moment. So... Uh, and then uh, this one that we're going to try now, Two Bays Brewing uh, from Dramana, Victoria, Mornings Peninsula, the Nectar Reaper. 
New Zealand IPA and gluten free. Mm-hmm. So Sorry, I just thought that would be uh, interesting. A group of kids walking past, Dude, with vapes close. hanging out, them out, uh, drinking uh, Bundy cans. Oh, what legends! I thought it was uh, Bundy Mundy. <laughs> Bundy Mundy. Funny sight to see. Um, no school tomorrow, it's a day off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very, very nice. yeah. Um, next ripper. Next two bays. Oh, uh, Gluten what free. Have, what, what have we got in common with two bays? What have we got Pop in common? Pop trivia, yeah. Oh, shit. Question without notice. Yeah. Uh, we make beer. I don't know. Uh, we, we both featured on the Channel 31 series, oh, The Beer Pioneer. We did too. Ah. Look that up. Um, we, with uh, Matt, Matt Stewart, yeah. host. Well, they didn't feature with uh, Merv Hughes though, like we did. No, very true. He wasn't drinking one of our beers though, was he? No, his mate was. His mate did. Where? Yeah, yeah Knackers. Knackers. I, I don't think it was Knackers, but anyway. They're, they're fishing out of Barwon Heads or something. Yeah, like just that. yeah, on the Barwon River. Just... What's Merv doing down this way? Goes wherever the dollars are. Not sure. I've got no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Come on. Might have been before your time. Before your Valhalla time. Well, speaking of mustaches, Murray's <laughs> got, got the ultimate mustache. Oh, yeah. Very true. Next oh, time you grow one, yeah, be go for the Murray. Yeah. Um, so, the Two Bays specialty release um, Two Bays do not make a beer with gluten. Um, yeah. They use a, a whole host of different base malts I believe to or grains to um, produce beer that doesn't contain gluten this one still tastes like beer I don't yeah I don't know what is in this one yeah I think they have their own patent on a specific blend typically I think they use sorghum uh, rice and something else I just can't quite think what it is Rice definitely rings a bell. Yeah, it'll be a small amount of rice, but definitely sorghum. And then I'm sure there's there's another one. I can't quite remember. But um, um, look, I just wanted to include a gluten-free beer in here. I've uh, I've been experimenting a little bit with trying to cut gluten out of my diet. Um, not that I'm celiac or anything like that, but I certainly do have an intolerance towards it. So I thought I'd get a couple of gluten-free beers in the in the tap room just as a fallback and. Um, we do get asked for gluten-free occasionally, so I think Two Bays have a reputation for perhaps producing the best gluten-free beers uh, going around. So, and um, sounded like an interesting beer, a, a uh, Nectaron IPA. Single hop, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining. Nectar, mm. so it's just a Nectaron. A Nectaron is the only hop Nectaron. that they use. Super tropical yeah. fruit. Um, Oh no, this is saying, no, no, this is saying it's actually got other. No, it's got New Zealand. Just New Zealand. And Kohatu. Alright, there you go. So that's why, because Nectaron's very tropical fruit. Uh, Waiiti and Kohatu are going to give you more stone fruity kind of characters as well. It definitely Uh, smells like an IPA. It does, yeah. Um, Certainly no head, that's one probably side effect, mm. I think, of of not having barley or wheat in there. Does that mean, is it just like less unfermentable proteins that sort of, without having that there, the head just dissipates like nothing or? Yeah, I think, I mean, wheat, wheat for example, is is uh, very good for head retention. That's why, you know, I use wheat in some of our beers because it does, uh, it does create head retention. So, um, yeah, it, it, 
obviously without that. That's why people use barley to make beer. You know? What actually um, creates a head retention? Is that is it just like a more viscous compound that yeah, that means that the gas doesn't just go bang out the top and be gone? Uh, yeah, I, I, it's different types of proteins. You're probably getting a bit technical right now yeah. for me without notice, but uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, just different proteins in, in the in the wheat that, that uh, yeah create different bubbles, I guess, to, yeah. to that cling together and don't dissipate like you can see dissipating in this one. I mean, mm. it barely you, you you give it a bit of a you know whirl and it it's, barely even gets head on it, let alone yeah. stays yeah. there. So. I, I really, I haven't brewed with rice or sorghum or anything like that, so I really don't understand the difference between brewing with those and barley and wheat, but it's, it's pretty obvious that mm. if they were more conducive to making beer, mm. more people would use them, I guess. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, it's... Like, it, it, it's not super thin. Mm. Um, no. There is a bit of, like, there is a bit of body there. It's not... As if it's, uh, yeah, like a really light beer. I mean, it is pretty light. It is pretty thin. But it's pretty only thin body-wise. Yeah, the body and the malt, malt character are, are really thin. But only to be, yeah, only when you're comparing to sort of a traditional West Coast IPA, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it, there is still a, a pretty decent bitterness there. Mm. Yeah, and there's yeah plenty of that. Yeah, really, really lovely hop character, which mm. doesn't. It's not unbalanced, really, is it? No. It's a, yeah, it's not flat either. It's not like no, no, it's still, it's still quite carbonated. Yeah. I think, even though it looks sort of flat, this beer in particular would be great for someone who likes maybe a a juicy IPA that's mm. not not particularly big and bold in terms of malt profile, like yeah. a West Coast, but isn't yeah. like a classic New England really hazy thing as yeah. well. Yeah. That bitterness is really building up in my mouth now. I don't know, I'm just kind of... Mm. I'm a thirsty I, boy. I got a little bit of... <laughs> How long has it been since you last had a beer? I don't know. Yeah, three hours? Yeah. <laughs> I got a little bit... The first sip was like almost like a little bit of... like um, A little bit tart. Oh, yeah. And mm. then once I sort of got through that, the bitterness has really kept building as it's gone. Mm. Yeah, it could be that sort of hoppy, tropical hop character mm. that's sitting without that kind of malt, like slightly kind of weighty maltiness to to tie it down. It really just jumps out, doesn't it? Mm. But I mean, I, I think rice and I don't know, so I don't know much about sorghum to be honest. But I, I, you know, rice would be maybe more often used in a lager, something that kind of lifestyle beer to dry it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty pleasant. Very drinkable. Yeah. If uh, it does, it does. I mean, I, I like to see a head sort of retained on a beer, but it does feel somehow like it's gone flat, just visually. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, yeah, it's it doesn't look too different to a sour. Yeah, if I was celiac, which I thought I was for a while, <laughs> until the doctor told me I wasn't, and then I just had no symptoms you whatsoever. Out, you just went out and got a pie. Yes, literally. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't. I would. I would be quite happy that two bays existed if I was mm. tomorrow, tomorrow having to mm. stop yep. drinking, drinking beer. beer. Yep. I'll be very, very stoked. No, yeah, me. They do a, they I, an awesome stout. Um, yep. I, uh, is it a chocolate stout? Something or other. 
Yep. Yeah. Uh, they've done a few, except their stout is off its head. You'd have no idea. And it did... Uh, that definitely kind of retained a bit more head than this beer is. Yep. I don't know. I, I am a little bit surprised they that, use. that there's not a little bit more of a market for Gluten for free. beers like this. Mm. Gluten free. I mean, the no elk beers, people are actually starting to put a bit of effort into now. Yeah. Whereas it seemed like... I think a lot of people have to go gluten free just drink cider. Yeah. You true. know, I've got family members who drink well, cider because yeah. they just... It's just easier. It's more accessible. I mean, I, th- I think that the issue with making like truly gluten-free beers is that you pretty much have to have your whole system set up for it. Mm. And that's why there's only two that I'm aware of in Australia that yeah. are purely gluten-free, O'Brien and, and, and these guys. Yeah. There are breweries that will put out a, a lager, say, for example. Han, I've got the Ultra yeah. Crisp or whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah, and they're supposedly gluten... It's within the tolerance to call it gluten-free, but I think what they do is actually add, add an enzyme to it and that just... Dissolves the gluten out of it yeah, or right. whatever it does. So um, that, that's we think what Way would do, and that's what Hope State did with their gluten-free oh, yeah. Ilsner as well. Yeah. Um, so weird. Yeah. So there is that option, and I, I don't know if you are like a really severe celiac that you want to take the risk of having those, but mm. um, because I think there's still a very small portion of gluten in it, but I think it's within the tolerance to call it gluten-free. Tap the top so it doesn't explode. Is that a real thing? I don't want to find out. Claire used to do it. I used to think it was weird. I've had a few of these already, actually. Not today. No, last night. I had one last night. This is so good. Alright, what are we drinking, guys? We're drinking the Yulish Brews, uh, Dad's Army, uh, Barrel Aged IPA. Mike's Barrel Aged IPA, I believe. Mm. So Dad's Army is a series of beers that um, Yulies do for their barrel-aged beers. So you'll find like barrel-aged Imperial Stouts under Dad's Army, um, little sub-banner. A little bit like they do with Dolly Aldrin and uh, and their Berliner Weisses. Um And that thing with the wizardy thing, stirring mm. the pot. Mm. Ongoing, seasonal, changing well, yeah. up, whatever beer it is. Dad's Army isn't as such a special batch, is it? No, I think it's their barrel aged stuff. Yeah. Mm. Well, because what was the one that we had on tap? The Imperial yeah. Stout. We and a, it was a, well, it was kind of like a tribute yeah, to the, the, the day bourbon, that he... The bourbon barrel aged Stout. Yeah, it was like stout. the day that he had his first child, he brewed a, an Imperial Stout that was like 11.5% because he thought he was going to need it <laughs> right something like that I don't know there was a story like that I don't know that, whether that's super relevant to dad's army but anyway we've got an IPA that has sat in nine months in ex-Chardonnay barrels yep American Oak um, yeah so they talk about the best of both worlds big hoppy IPA with the oaky um, oaky goodness mm. Uh, would transfer the beer back into tank, dry hop the heck over. So they so they made an IPA, they put it in a barrel, aged it for nine months, put it back in the tank, uh, and dry hop the 
the Heck living out shit it. out of it. Shit her out of it, and then uh, here it is. Yeah. Um, we were talking mm. about head retention before. This one appears to have no issues. No, no plenty of head on this one. Um, yeah, just on the nose, get really ripe. I'm getting really ripe stone fruit, apricot, yeah. like super ripe apricot. Apricot. Mm. Vanilla oak, like I'm getting that vanilla oak, mm. really. There's a bit of vanilla in there. Yeah. Good nose. Um, question. The whole apricot. Mm. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> that delicious? Like you wouldn't drink it all day, would it you? Is, it's big, but it's, it's like, it is delicate. It just keeps, like, mm. it sticks around, but it's, it's not... You know, in your, it's not like you've got that real stone fruit yeah. apricot thing going on from the, the sort of the IPA, but you've got that creamy, mm, just evolves creamy vanilla from the oak. You know, there is six seconds in, you get that like yeah, sort of peaches and cream, yeah, oaky apricot, yeah. There is a dryness to it, yeah. Mm. So yeah. it's not, yeah, it's got woody, all that going on, like but a woody, maybe like a woody dryness, mm, you know, like mm. um, almost like a tanny tannic dryness mm. and then it finishes like fairly bitter almost mm. less coasty it does have a nice bitterness at the end doesn't it oh it's so fucking lovely it's really yummy <laughs> um is that green or grey that is purple is to me is it purple is oh, it you're blue that is quite but I would oh, yeah. say it's, it's greyish kind of a purple it's cac, cac green <laughs> really yeah cac, not khaki but kind of dark I don't know khaki it's, it's treading the line between Blue and green for me, but there's also a bit of grey there. Yeah. Mm. It's a for me. It's a dark. It's a dark. <laughs> this is great content. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're, we're, we're doing visual cues on a. Oh yeah, we're yeah. looking at we're looking at the podcast. Yeah, we're yeah. looking at the can, but just visualize, visualize it. We're looking at the can. Yeah. Actually, you're drinking while you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> That is so funny. Oh, we're talking about the can. <laughs> Hopefully so you've good. seen the can before you're listening to this because I reckon all of the people listening at home would have been looking at that can going, what colour is that? Yeah. Because that's what I've been doing the last two weeks. I've been staring at this can going, is that green, is mm. that blue, or is it grey? Okay. And I haven't decided. It's definitely grey. It's like the, it's like the dress that breaks into it. It's definitely a green. Can you say a that green. definitely? Yeah, yeah, it's a green. We need to put a it's spectometer the, on it. It's in the green zone of colours. Definitely a orangey yellow other colour on the top and bottom. I mean, it's not the green orange. of the guys, you know, the second it's guy. It's not like a hundred dollar bill. Top. Yeah. But it's a, like a dark khaki kind of thing. I honestly get it's like not quite a, turquoise. a passion fruit it's not purple. Turquoise, like, turquoise, no. like a underripe passion fruit purple. No. That's what I see. No, you're crazy. Mm. Speaking of seeing things, I saw a movie the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A couple of days ago, I saw a movie. And that was quite relevant because uh, it actually made me want to give up drinking. <laughs> what uh, was it? It's called Barfly. Have you seen Barfly? No. Nah. With Mickey Rourke and Faye Dunaway. No, oh, no. Nah. So it's based on uh, Charles Mickey Rourke's Cow's... a weird looking guy, isn't he? Yeah, the only well, Mickey he is, Rourke. He is yeah. now. He is now. This was, this was years ago before he went off the rails and then came mm. back with a, a reconstructed face. Yeah, fuck. But um, he um, he plays uh, Charles Bukowski's. Oh, sorry, he, he plays Charles Bukowski's character Henry Chinaski. So Charles Bukowski was a. You guys know Charles Bukowski? Oh, I know of. A, no. Oh, what movie were you saying? Barfly. 
Uh, no, I haven't seen it. So Charles Bukowski was a, a poet and a writer, but a famous as a drunk. So mm. he, and he wrote about drinking and he wrote about rooting. Can we say rooting on this podcast? Yeah, just said it. He was, he, he, was, he, was, uh, he wrote about drinking, rooting, fighting, and how he couldn't keep a job. And um, this movie's pretty much about all those things. So it's, uh, it's a pretty brutal look at uh, alcoholism and, and living the life of a butterfly. <laughs> But um, it was it was good. It was great. I love. I'm a big fan of Charles Bukowski. If, mm. you, if you're into drinking, rooting, fighting, and <laughs> not being able to hold down a job, is he quite a grim poet? Uh, he's grim as he's very cynical. Yeah, he's very cynical. He's got a really super super dry sense of humour, but he's he's super cynical. Um, looks at the world with uh, with not much. Not much love hope. For it. Doesn't <laughs> or, like yeah. people. Doesn't like. I think I've heard a bit. Yeah. Very simple, like a very simple writing in, in the way, in like it's not complicated to read. Mm. It's pretty insightful in a lot of ways, but, um, but yeah, it, it's just basically him drinking and he meets Faye Dunaway who also likes to drink and he gets in a fight every now and then and that's about it. Sounds like a, sounds like a, <laughs> sounds like a great movie. Oh, it's really uplifting. <laughs> it's got everything I love, except for the, yeah. I, don't, I don't love fighting, but I love watching people fight. I assume it's on uh, Disney? Disney. No, Plus I don't have DVD. Like I don't, you wouldn't find it on Disney. Actually, no. <laughs> um, no, uh, it was on, I bought it on DVD up in a, in a, in a place in Bendigo called Trash Cult. What is wrong with his face? What what happened? <laughs> it was a, Mickey Rourke. Oh, Mickey Rourke. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. He, he went off the rails big time. He was, like, he was pretty good back in the day. It was in Angel Heart. Did you see Angel Heart? I no, saw the wrestler. Was it the wrestler? Yeah, well, that was after. That was the movie kind of that relaunched his career. Uh, right. He okay. came back after he kind of, I think he'd just gone into this pretty serious drug addiction. And I don't know what happened to his face. So he's obviously yeah, had some weird. pretty bad plastic surgery. Mm. Mm. I saw I saw something with Shout outs to Is it John Who on Instagram Is called Mickey Rourke's uh, No that's Hannah Hannah Yeah There you go um, <laughs> Shout out to, to John Hannah, and Hannah yeah, <laughs> I love that Jeez um, I'm just looking through uh, Mickey Rourke's um, uh, Filmography He was um, He was in Angel Heart uh, That was a movie With I'm not saying With uh, With Robert De Niro uh, and Lisa Lisa Bonet was it Lisa Bonet that was in the Cosby show and then ended up married to uh, Lenny Kravitz Lisa uh, uh, yeah Lisa Bonet uh, I'm, I'm just no no you're right it's on <laughs> SBS On Demand currently uh, Angel Le- Heart yep. yeah it's pretty cool Lisa Bonet Robert De Niro plays the devil and I, oh, I haven't given it away I'm pretty sure Oh yeah, it would have been Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz' mum is uh, Lisa Bonet. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, yeah, cool. Again, no, I that don't is really know. Oh, how how, how many stars? Barfly. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. You can't Ends do a movie yeah. review and not say how many oh, stars. How many stars? Oh, I don't know. Well, uh, three and a half. Three and a half stars and one not much bag of popcorn. <laughs> not much happens in it, but it's it's it's, it's good. If you're, if you're a big fan of Charles Bukowski, then uh, you probably would have watched it already. So. Oh, here we go. Cool. Yeah. Um, on that note, should we keep drinking this delicious strong beer? And <laughs> we're going to do some news? What are we going to do? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, what's this one? We've got about 10 minutes. Yeah. We can talk about some news. What's going on? Dun, 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 dun. 
Uh, crowdfunding campaign is officially live and open to all of the public. The Valhalla one, yes. Yeah. Uh, the Valhalla one, we went here oh, to yeah. 280,000 raised so far this morning. And we've got Ooh. nine days to go. Nine days to go before it closes. So things are looking pretty good. We hit our minimum target of 250 within about half an hour of opening up for the public. We've got ten, day, 10 days left. Oh, well, there you go. Heaps of time. Um, probably seven or six by the time you listen to this, though. Yeah, yeah. true. True. So you better get on it. Get onto it. Jump on Get board. around it. Jump on board. So that's been an interesting process. It's uh, been very interesting, actually, opening up everything, opening up the, your business and all your little, uh, you know, undie drawers and whatever else mm. to, the, to the public, to the <laughs> broader public. Um, but no, it's been it's been good. We're um, very excited about what we've got ahead and um, very excited to have so many of our awesome customers and fans on board as owners of Valhalla. It's, it's sort of been an... Um, an interesting process like I've been like obviously been in the bar like every second person's asking about it and this made me really sort of think about it so I've found the the whole process um, a little bit humbling almost that yep. like mm. there's so many people that are prepared to put yep. their hard earned money behind something that you're a part of yep. like Aaron mm. Scott it's probably a little bit more like you said confronting and, and, yeah, and nerve-wracking for you because you are putting like yeah. everything out there whereas there's definitely that humbling part of it absolutely mm. humbling and you know makes you proud and uh yeah it makes you really proud and humble but it's also it, it's been a it's been a fairly full-on couple of weeks because mm. to be so much the center of attention around something it's, it's yeah it's not something i really Rebel in, yeah, so yeah. Um, but yeah, it's great. To, it's great to, to get that feedback from people about how much they love what we do, our beers, our brand, and like I said, are prepared to put in their hard earned uh, to, to back us and to be a part of it. So mm. um, yeah, it's it's really good, and mm. we'll have uh, you know it'll help us achieve what we want to in North Geelong and uh, build a really fucking cool, cool um, tap room and. Um, Awesome brewery, so we can start making lots more beer that, mm. We, mm. that we haven't been able to make. Anyone just uh, so gonna be so from, from the tap room? Oh, yeah. so I'm just leaning back. From the tap room, are you gonna yeah. be able to? Is it gonna be like sort of a perspex window or something that you can see uh, the glass? glass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool. So there'll be Ooh, a glass, glass wall basically separating uh, the tap room from the brewery. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, so, so I remember seeing the plan, and I was like. I hope that's glass. <laughs> I hope that's not just a wall. Yeah, yeah, you should have watched the webinar. Like. Yeah, no, I, I I was working sadly. <laughs> I could not attend the webinar. Um, speaking of uh, just breweries and being able to see them, mm. when I picked up those decals from Temple, yep. I had to go to the toilet. And yep. to go to the toilet, you go uh, upstairs yep. and like across the mezzanine that's yep. above the actual brewery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of just like, you take yourself on a tour before yeah. you go to the bathroom. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool. Before yeah. you finalise all the plans, we yeah. should go brewery hopping in Melbourne. And yeah. Where's that, where's that, um, where's that bar? I've got a feeling it's in Hobart, but I'm not, I might be wrong. There's a bar where you basically, you go to the toilet, you go to the men's and you basically pissing against the one-way glass wall. Oh. And everyone's like the beer gardens right there. Oh. And I'm, 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 no, it is. It's Hobart. It's Hobart. It's in Salamanca Square. I can't 
can't quite remember the name of it, but it's um, it's, it's Epic. a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of stage fright. Jeez. So uh, maybe we'll do that. Yeah, that no, would be epic. Actually, because yeah, the one way glass doesn't fail, you know. Yeah, but uh, no, it's it's pretty awesome. But look, it's an interesting time in the craft beer industry. There's a lot, obviously, a lot of these things going on. Mm. I think there's about five on the go at um, on virtual alone at the moment. Yeah, and there's probably been Jesus this year. I reckon there'd be there's nearly ten. You know, we've had we've had Black Ops earlier on. I don't even know if that was this year or not. But you know, we had Dayton, we had Three Ravens, we had mm. uh, Bridge Road. Mm. Um, the other local one. Uh, they're doing water stealing, but they're still yeah, we've got, you've got Otway State at the moment. They're mm. they're doing their sort of whole distilling and um, the Black flag, black flag video was like, pretty impressive as yeah, well. Their like the ad flag. where there was just like we yeah, work yeah. at a boring brewery, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they all get promoted to this yeah. like cool new brewery. It was Invested pretty funny. Brewery. Yeah, it was long though. I didn't get to the end of it because I was like. Oh, yeah, it was like eight minutes or something. <laughs> but yeah. no, it was cool. They did put a lot of effort in it, and it yeah. was probably pretty typical of them and their branding. The two mates, uh, your mates, one up in uh, the Sunshine Coast as well. Mm. They raised like two point five million dollars in in one day or two days or some shit like that. So, oh, but they got a massive, they got a pretty massive following up there. Do you, yeah. Do you think it's part of a bigger picture of people sort of continuing to revolt against? like major corporations or is uh, it yeah maybe yeah probably i mean i think it's just a bit of time and place this tech this kind of this system exists now and it works really well for the craft beer industry because mm. people get so involved in a brand yeah you know whereas if you like there's some businesses on there like and that's nappy disposal you know, if you're listening nappy yeah, disposal yeah, yeah. people i'm sorry but it's like it's a bit i mean you're purely going to look at the numbers on that aren't you yeah, like you're not you're not gonna go. Yeah. Oh, you know you're gonna not gonna go to your mates' place and say, oh, I just bought any shares in a nappy disposable <laughs> company. But you are if it's a brewery. Yeah, you're, you're gonna brag about it. Yeah, I'm part of a brewery. Come or, to my brewery. Yeah, come. Let's go. We'll go out. And, where are we gonna go? Oh shit! I am. I am yeah, it's brewery. Let's go. There's probably a few mothers' clubs down in Torquay that are pretty passionate about the natural disposal. <laughs> yeah, right? true. Fair chance. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but uh, I think, I, yeah, I, I think that's the idea of what companies like Birchall are doing and and I guess it's probably not even a a craft beer thing but it's, it's yeah and it, it's just taking power out of these big like career investors that have just built yeah. up these portfolios mm. and are just only putting money into things so that they can earn another one or two percent on what they already have sitting in the bank ready yeah. to go yeah. but it, it means that people can just like put a grand in I think the majority of our our investors are in around that one two thousand dollar mark we get a few at a five at five but quite a few at five but a lot of them are like that one thousand yeah. dollar mark and mm. so but I think that's it, yeah you can see that from like it's a well it's going over 280 from close to 200 investors yeah. like it's yeah people obviously just want to be a part of it yeah. and, and if enough people want to be a part of it then you can do what you want to do and grow from there without yeah. relying on yeah either a bank loan which is pretty tough because you got to the rates you got to repay you know, yeah the rates are high and you got to repay it every month regardless or mm. or big investors who maybe want to you know a directorship or they want you know control over the business or this that and the other they, yeah. you know, or you can have a whole bunch of people who are just fans and are going to go 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 into bat for you. They're going to promote your brand, 
And not only do they own a small part of the business, they now get you know discount every time they come into the brewery. Yeah. They get their name on the wall. They get to look at you know show their mates that when they come in. They get um, a, a, a beer every year. They get a birthday voucher. You know they get these things that it's just going to be ongoing and, and continue to make them feel part of what we do and, mm-hmm. and um, the Valhalla uh, story, I guess, and mm-hmm. the Valhalla experience. So, you know, I, I think yeah. for a thousand bucks, it's not, um, you know, I think it's a pretty good deal, really, like, yeah. to, to be part of that, uh, if you love it. And yeah. it seems a lot of people do, so. But, you know, it's definitely been, it's been a pretty full-on couple of weeks, but it um, just from an emotional point of view, if nothing else, but also mm-hmm. from the work we've put into it, um, but yeah, it's been exciting and really, like I said, proud and humbled by the whole thing. So. Was it a bit daunting after the expressions of interest by these? Yeah. yeah. All right. Here we yeah, go. We're on. Right, tomorrow. Yeah, it's and, on. And 12 hours time, I'm going to start watching that yeah. ticker. But no, it was awesome. Like we, we, we obviously, you know, it was obviously a lot of people that just wanted to put money in, you know, wanted to be a part of it and wanted to mm. contribute. And because mm. we hit that 250 well, practically before we went public. Yeah. So just from our expressions of interest, I think, I think that we hit it like twenty minutes after we went live, so it was pretty much done. Doesn't yeah. It? So, um, yeah. So that's good. Still going. Like I said, ten days to go. So um, get amongst it. Yeah. And hopefully we can uh, start join the make, fun. Make a nice barrel aged IPA because uh, fucking it's pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. This is the first barrel aged IPA I had ever tried. Unless, oh, oh, no, that was a co-ferment, the Rebel one, the oh, yeah. Rosé IPA, oh, the, right. and the Monte, oh, no, Monte no. Piccolosino, no. whatever the, that was called. Yeah. Um, um, well, the other thing we should be talking about, really, is our next, um, our next podcast and what's uh, yeah. going on there, our Christmas special, or our Christmas special party, or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're still uh, making it up on that. Obviously, obviously, we've talked about this since last month when we announced it. Um, but well, I think <laughs> I think what we do know is um, we are going to combine the next two beer nuts packs. Yep. Um, so you'll get a November pack and a December pack in one. Um, with a little bit more news to reveal about that in the coming weeks. Uh, and then most likely we're aiming for around a 5th of December um, gathering where, yeah. we, where we'll, we'll walk you in and you can come and grab your packs and we'll shout your beer and maybe yep. uh, have a yarn have a yarn join the podcast yep. get on Spotify well, I think, we, I think we, what we, we might work out do how we're going to work the podcast yep, yeah we're, we're working on it I think so. logistically it might be a bit tricky but cool I, th- I think at, at worst we'll just tell everyone to come in and you know what I might have an idea. We'll yeah. work something out. I might we'll have an idea. Can we put a few mics we'll in the mixer, run the mixer into something? Uh, yes, I think we can, but I might have another idea that just popped into my head, so... Yeah, we could um, uh, televise it. Yeah, potentially. Televise it. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, Facebook get the, Live. Get, get the Fox crew in. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Fox News crew in. That'd be huge news for us. That'd be exciting. There's something going down at Valhalla today. Get your crew down there and then they come on and it's just us having, a, having a beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, thanks to thanks to bloody 
listening if you actually are. Um, if well, you're we not. have five listeners, I think. I think we've got five followers. Yeah. Yeah. Do we? One in sure. the US, one in Europe. They probably don't realise oh, wow. that fine. And I don't know. International. Mr. Oh, Worldwide. So that means we've got three in Australia. Epic. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. One of them yeah. is okay. me. <laughs> From little things, big things grow, right? Exactly right. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll see you in a month's time in some way, shape or form. Sayonara. podcast hope you enjoy all the beers in your pack this month if you're listening to this and you're not a subscriber head to beermoth.com.au and you can join in the fun with us every month see you in a bit